Let's continue now, approaching 13 minutes past eight. It seems like Trump care is dead in the water, if we can even refer to such a thing. And Obamacare is here to stay for the time being. Remember, Donald Trump had promised to replace Barack Obama's Affordable Care Act on day one. Day one's passed. Quite a few days have passed, actually, since then. And let's bring in Aaron Blake, senior political reporter at the Washington Post. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, And for those of us who are not familiar with politics in Washington, where does Trump's answer to Obamacare stand at the moment? Well, right now it looks like it's dead for now. Uh, There are some talks about potentially reviving it, coming to some kind of another deal. Uh, But I think for now there's just not the political desire to do it. Democrats don't have a desire to do anything that would get rid of Obamacare, and Republicans were very much divided upon uh, this package. We had people on the right side of the party who didn't like it and people on the left side of the party who didn't like it. So uh, there may be some lip service being paid right now to reviving this whole thing, but as far as a way to actually pass anything, uh, I don't think that we're anywhere near that right now. What is the the significance, though, of this failure with the health care bill, considering it was deemed as the first test for Donald Trump to prove his deal-making skills? He himself had built up the legend around them, I guess. Right, and and this was the first big legislative uh, uh, push that he has made as president. He's done a number of things using his executive authority uh, that haven't always gone well. Um, in those cases. But as far as actually working with Congress, you know, this is a president who, who, like you said, has talked about winning so much, has talked about making the best deals, has really built himself up as a negotiator who could get things done in Congress. And the first thing that he attempts uh, comes up short and and ends rather quickly and and unceremoniously. Uh, So I think, you know, this is a president who had a lot of vulnerabilities on the campaign trail when it came to his temperament, many of the things he said. The one thing that the people who supported him always liked about him was this idea that he was a deal maker who could get results. And that's really come into question now. Obamacare had been under attack, though, for some time, if we remember. There was a a reason why Donald Trump's call to replace it was uh, at least popular with some members of the population. Why is it suddenly so popular, though? We're seeing a bit of a pushback, aren't we? Yeah, o- Obamacare as a program has often been more unpopular than popular in the many, many years since it was passed and in a few years it's actually been implemented. Uh, but as Republicans got into the majority, as Trump won the presidency and actually began the process of potentially repealing it, I think people started to think real hard about what they thought of this program. And the fact is that it is a program that gives people certain benefits that are paid for by the government and provided by the government. And once you provide people with those benefits, the idea of taking them away after you've already given them is a very difficult thing to do politically. It's much easier if they had never been given in the first place. And so Republicans were in a different, a difficult position because they had been promising for all these years to undo something. Uh, suddenly this thing had been in existence for a few years. People had come to enjoy certain parts of it, certainly. And the idea of suddenly just getting rid of it all no longer seemed so attractive to them. 
in an article you wrote, you pointed out that uh, with many of these other contentious issues surrounding Trump, opponents are rallying against his core agendas. Liberals are actually benefiting from his sinking popularity. Can you elaborate on that idea for us, uh, how it affects all sorts of areas, including climate change? Sure. So if you look at polling, there are a number of examples of people on the political left or people who don't like Donald Trump uniting behind things that they didn't necessarily unite behind before. The fact, I think, that he's been, uh, you know, on the other side of the issue as far as climate change, as far as immigration, uh, that has caused the opposition to to come together in a way that they never did during Barack Obama's presidency when they were in power. And so I think it's a it's a an interesting development in that suddenly Republicans have all this power in Washington, but the the Democrats and and people on the left are suddenly more united than ever uh and and seem to be willing to push against him uh in a very united way. So that's going to make for a very interesting presidency. And your Washington Post colleague, Jennifer Rubin, wrote, and I directly quote here, should Trump finish his first year in office with no wall, no Muslim ban, no replacement for Obamacare, no tax reform and no infrastructure bill, his presidency will be on life support. That's a particularly tough outlook, isn't it? But uh, with that approval rating hitting a new low of 36% after the recent healthcare debacle, it's hard to argue with it. It is, and that, a lot of stuff has to play out over the next uh, eight months here before the end of the year. They're going to try some more things, including tax reform, uh, including an infrastructure bill. Uh, those are really going to be the the tail of the tape when it comes to the Trump presidency succeeding. I, I think it's too early to, to write it off after one legislative defeat and, and some some tough court decisions, but... Uh, certainly the things that they've tried so far have almost universally uh, uh, backfired, and uh, they've shown very little ability to to change their ways and to really rethink themselves. Uh, they don't seem to ever want to do that. And so if we, if we do go through this entire calendar year and none of those things get done, uh, that's really going to call into question the central uh, purpose of electing Donald Trump, which was to get things done, to, to, to win at things, which is what his... Uh, campaign slogan was all about and then we've got this russia shadow still over everything uh how serious do you think that will become well it is the it is the the cloud that's hanging over this administration in everything that they do right now uh we have no idea where this is going to lead there is no so-called smoking gun right now that proves that the trump campaign did something wrong by colluding with russia uh, but there is a whole bunch of kind of what I would call circumstantial evidence, uh, a bunch of anecdotes that suggest some kind of a tie between the two, uh, too much coordination, too much uh, involvement with one another for Democrats' liking, and so they're going to keep pushing. We have three investigations right now that we know of in the House, in the Senate, and with the FBI, and we're going to see what comes of those. But uh, these are all very serious issues. And the fact that the the FBI is investigating something involving the incumbent president is certainly something that uh, doesn't usually happen in American politics. Mr. Blake, thanks very much for joining us today. It's fantastic having you on the line. Thank you so much. Aaron Blake, senior political reporter from the Washington Post there.